Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. So fun fact, I am currently on a body transformation journey. I'm not calling it a weight loss journey um, because I don't want to lose weight, which is sort of what this episode is about. Um, I want to transform the look and the shape of my body. This is actually a goal that I've been chasing on and off for the past, I don't know, four years And I have been unsuccessful in maintaining any consistent results. Um, And that's mostly because I've been trying a lot of quick fixes to uh, build muscle and burn fat. And so uh, it's just led to a lot of inconsistency. And I finally have gotten around to um, being really serious about this journey and accepting the fact that um, transforming your body takes a lot longer and it actually requires a lot of consistency and nutrition and exercise that I just was not willing to commit to um, for all of those years. But because of what's going on right now, um, I, I realized that the health and the wellness of our bodies, that's really the only defense that we have against uh, physical defense that we have against any disease. Um, And it's the only mental and emotional defense that we have against all of the craziness that's going on. Um, So that's just stepping on my soapbox for just a little bit. Like this year has taught me that if your body is healthy and your mind is healthy and your emotions are healthy, then you can survive anything. You can withstand anything. Our bodies were built to be survivors. But if we're not fueling it properly, if we're not exercising it properly, if we're not doing um, the activities that we need to calm our mind and and keep our emotions in check, then uh, then we're, we can fall victim to disease. We can fall victim to depression. Um, anyway, that's just, just, that's just a little aside. But here's the interesting part about this journey because it's really, it's very, very psychological, especially for women when it comes to weight, you know, when it comes to like what we feel like when we step on the scale and we see that number on the scale, when it comes to looking at ourselves in the mirror and seeing rolls here, cellulite there, um, you know, flabby skin there, loose skin there, wrinkles there, there is such a huge emotional and mental, um, like impact that happens as a result of like just the way that our bodies look. And so I'm no different from, you know, kind of being a victim of that, of like, you know, looking at my body in the mirror and deciding, okay, I want to change this. I want to transform the way that my body looks. Um, I want to be more muscular. I want to have less fat. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that this the psychological aspect of not feeling discouraged 
when you're trying so hard, when you're actually like fasting or you're eating keto or you're eating paleo and you are going to the gym, like you're exercising consistently and you're going for your walks and you're getting your 10,000 steps in, um, that it's so much effort, right? It's so much work to do all of those things. And then you step on the scale and the scale hardly moves at all. Um, or you get some movement the first few weeks and then by week four or five or so, the scale actually goes back up or the scale doesn't move at all. Like that fighting that emotional and that mental battle of this is never going to work. I'm never going to change my body. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to do this. Like it's such a, it just takes a lot. It takes a lot to kind of push through those thoughts and to keep going in order to maintain the consistency. And that's with a lot of women that I work with. Uh, that's the, that's the issue. That's the biggest reason why they're never able to be consistent in their weight loss journey is because they're, uh, they put out like maximum effort during the first few weeks and the results, the return on their investment is very minimal. And so they just, they get discouraged and the piece of chocolate cake, you know, at their coworkers birthday celebration in the break room looks really good. And it's like, well, screw it. You know, why am I doing this anyway? So uh, anyway, my point is that I'm on this, this body transformation journey. I'm working through mentally, psychologically, I'm working through some things because, uh, when I started this journey, it's probably almost been two months since I started. The scale has actually gone up um, and the scale is, is higher. The scale was going up at the beginning of this year, which didn't freak me out too much. Um, I didn't really care that much um, because I just I was OK with where I was. But then when I decided I wanted to transform my body and I started doing the things that I know for like science based things that I know for sure. OK, this is what I have to do to burn fat. This is what I have to do to shape muscle. You know, this is what I have to do to um, reduce belly fat. Like I know all these things to do and I actually do them. I follow my system that I give to, you know, the women that I work with. And with all of, after doing all of that for two months, the scale is higher. I've gained more weight. I'm heavier, quote unquote, than I was when I started. So I want to share something with you that I, (laughs) a revelation that I had last week, it was either last week or the week before that I really feel like is actually going to help a lot of people. I feel like this is, this is really going to help you. Um, I feel like it's going to set you free as you're on, whether or not you're actively pursuing your journey or not, I really feel like this is going to help shift you psychologically in terms of the way that you view yourself, in terms of the way that you view others. uh, I think this is really going to help. So do me a favor, share this episode, this particular podcast episode, please share it um, on Facebook, share it on your Facebook timeline um, and tag someone in it that you think that would um, that you would want to just kind of share this with, because I think it's, it's really going to be very helpful. Um, but before you do that, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. I am a fitness studio owner. I'm, uh, I manage the kettlebell fitness studio in Roselle, Illinois, and my approach to weight loss is an approach that works with your metabolism instead of against it. 
that approaches weight loss from a hormonal standpoint as opposed to a calorie standpoint. Um, and it's very much like a body-led process. For example, right now I'm intermittent fasting. And originally I was very dogmatic about I'm going to fast like 18 hours a day or I'm going to fast 16 hours a day. I'm, I'm going to fast for 14 hours. And when I do eat, I'm going to eat three meals. I'm not going to have any snacks in between, you know, just really like kind of dogmatic. But because of all of the things that are on my plate, uh, because of the, the number of hours that I'm working every single day, what I realize is that I'm actually um, putting out more energy, like the amount of calories that I'm burning to maintain my lifestyle right now, it doesn't fit with an 18 hour fast day. Some days, some days I can only fast for 12 hours and I have to, like, I have to, I need the food to fuel, to give me the energy to actually perform, uh, with all of the things that I'm doing right now. So what I, I follow my own tune and I listen to my own rules and I'm listening to my body right now and I adjust my exercise. I adjust my eating to accommodate what my metabolism is telling me. And that's what I teach women how to do. And it's a process that leads to uh, very sustainable physical changes in weight um, in, in, emo in mood, in emotions, like it's a process that really leads to a very rest-based kind of lifestyle, um, where from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to bed, you feel, I mean, everything is okay. Things get stressful, but you can handle it. They don't make you feel overwhelmed. They don't make you feel anxious. Um, so anyway, that's my approach to, to weight loss. It's a lifestyle that is focused on rest, rest and relaxation. Um, and then the weight loss is a really positive byproduct of that. So if you want to learn more about rest-based weight loss, about rest-based living, about what I do, then you can visit um, operationfixmylife.com. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash operationfixmylife. You can find me on Instagram at Operation Fix My Life. And occasionally I'm on Twitter, not really, <laughs> but that's Lene Urban on Twitter. Okay, so I started taking a chemistry class. Um, I'll share more about why I'm taking chemistry and the goals that I have and what I'm pursuing. I'll share more about that at another time. But I'm taking a general chemistry class like Chem 101, Chem 100 or whatever. And one of the first things... I learned is that there is a difference between weight and mass. And when we are measuring something in the chemistry lab, we are not measuring the weight of that substance. We're not measuring the weight of that object. We're measuring, measuring the mass. And so this is week one that I learned. I, I very specifically, like it was on a quiz. I had to describe the difference um, between weight and mass. I had to give a definition of what weight is versus what mass is. Now, the definition of mass is just the amount of a substance. The amount of a substance. Just what's your amount, right? <laughs> and what are, what are all of the things that make up that amount? That is mass. And mass is measured in like grams or kilograms 
or milligrams, right? Weight, on the other hand, which in the United States is measured in pounds, get this. Are you guys ready for the definition of weight? Weight is simply the force that something exerts due to the gravitational pull on the earth. So in other words, if I step on the scale, that number on the scale is not actually telling me how much I weigh. Did you hear what I just said? The number on the scale is not my weight. And this was the crazy, when I learned this, I was like, I don't understand. What do you, <laughs> like, what do you mean? If you want to, if you want to know how much you actually like weigh, then you would have to measure your mass. But the scale does not tell us how much we weigh. I mean, which is crazy to me. The scale is all about the gravitational pull that we exert, like the force of, okay, I'll, I'll kind of explain it this way. Um, weight is, weight is, <laughs> I'm sorry, this, I, the, I'm trying to explain it in a way that like makes sense. So when you step on the scale, the number that you see is just that simply that number is the amount of force that you are applying to the scale based on gravity. Do you understand what I, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not how much you weigh. It's the amount of force that you're applying to the scale because of the gravitational pull on earth. Does that make sense? So that means that if you were to go to another planet with a different gravitational pull, when you step on the scale, that number is going to say a completely different thing. It's going to be completely different. So how much you weigh is not determined by the number on the scale. All that number on the scale is telling you is how much force you're applying to the scale. So this really, what this did to me was it made me kind of step back and say, huh, because when I step on the scale, I'm stepping on the scale. I weigh myself, you know, maybe once a week, maybe a couple times a week. And I've seen the numbers just like go up and down, swing back and forth between, you know, five to seven pounds, just up and down and up and down. And I'm like, it, it would make me feel very discouraged, especially if I feel like I have a really good week of fasting and, a, and exercising and getting my 10,000 steps in every day. Like I feel, you know, I feel really good. I feel lighter. My, you know, my belly is, I wake up and my belly is slimmer. I can, I can see the definition of my core. And then I step on the scale and it's like five pounds heavier than it was, you know, just the, a, a week before. And what I, what opened my eyes to the definition of what weight is, that it's not measuring like how much you weigh, it's just measuring the amount of force that you're putting on the scale because of gravity. It made me realize something really important. It made me realize 
that I am not fat. That that number on the scale does not represent whether or not I'm too heavy, I'm 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 too fat, like I have too much fat. That's not what the number on the scale is telling us at all. You are not fat. People walking around, we are not fat. Instead, we have fat. Fat only represents a percentage of our mass, like our amount, how much of us there is. But we are not just made up of fat. We're also made up of muscle and bones and water and hair. We're made up of bacteria. I was freaked out when I learned that the bacteria, like the amount of bacteria, we carry like millions of different bacteria in our bodies. And and that amount makes up like it equals, it equals up to like a half of a pound or something like that. So <laughs> we're made up of bacteria. We have skin. We have organs. We have intestines and, and livers. And we have a heart. We have a brain. Like we're not just like fat and muscle. We're all of these different things combined. And guess what? Everything that we're made up of, they're actually requirements for us to live. Like if I removed all of the fat from your body, you would die. If I like cut all of the muscle out of your body, if you, oh, you want to lose 20 pounds? Okay, I will let, we'll go to the surgical table. I'll remove all of the muscle from your body. That I'll remove 20 pounds of muscle. How about that? Like you would atrophy and you wouldn't be able to fun you wouldn't be able to move. Like your muscle is everything. Your muscle is everything that is required for you to actually like be physically active and physically move. So that statement I want you to carry with you like forever. You are not fat. You have fat. You are not fat. You have fat. So the question is not, I step on the scale, I see this number, and now I break down in tears or I go run and grab the ice cream. Or it's not even, I step on this number and it's like, oh, this is actually not as bad as I thought. Or I step on the scale and it's like, oh, well, look at me. Look at how much weight I lost. Let's go celebrate. No, 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 no. That number on the scale has nothing to do with how much fat you're carrying in your body and what and how you're doing with that fat. If you have a good proportion, a good amount of fat, or if you have too much, the scale can't tell you that. And this is especially true for those of you that are on a weight loss journey, that are on a body transformation journey. Like I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, oh yeah, I stepped on the scale and you know, I'm down like six pounds. That's awesome. But I'm pretty sure it's because, um, I haven't been exercising and I lost muscle mass. I was like, that's not good. (laughs) I mean, I'll keep the six pounds if I can keep my muscle because I've learned, I'm learning that muscle is everything. Muscle is like literally the only thing that's going to keep you alive once you get older. That as soon as you start losing your muscle mass, I mean, that's when the diseases come. 
That's when, that's when the heart disease, that's when blood pressure, that's when diabetes, Alzheimer's, like tripping and falling and and not being able to recover from surgeries and um, medications working or not working. That's all related to your muscle mass. And so I would rather the scale be higher right now as I'm on this body transformation journey. I would much rather the scale be like higher if it means that the reason why the scale is higher is because I'm um my muscle mass mass the amount of a substance is increasing. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then the amount of fat that I have, I'm not fat, I have fat. I carry my, uh, my shape is more, um, bottom heavy. So I carry more in like my butt, my hips and my thighs, right? That's where the majority of my fat is packed in. When I step on the scale, the scale can't tell me how much of, uh, the fat in my lower body I'm actually losing as a result of this process. So I have no idea. And you know what? I've even, I've even, when I coach people, I tell them don't step on the scale, like take measurements instead. Well, I was taking measurements and I, I just can't, I cannot be consistent with my measurements. Like I can't, sometimes I squeeze the tape measure too tight. Sometimes it's too loose. And, and what I'm just saying is that even taking measurements for me is not an accurate depiction of the transformation that's happening in my body whether or not I'm burning fat, whether or not I'm losing fat or not. And so what I decided to do is I just decided to take pictures every week, wear the same outfit, the same sports bra and, you know, bathing suit bottom, have my daughter snap pictures of me every week. And then I compare the pictures side by side and I see if there's any transformation happening. That has been between that strategy for measuring my progress and then also the realization that I'm not fat, that my butt is not fat, my thighs are not fat. I have fat on my butt and my thighs and my hips. I have fat, but I myself, I am not fat. And that's the same thing for you. You have fat in your belly. You have fat in your arms. You have fat in your back, but you are not fat. There's so much more to you than what than what's going on in your body, than the amount of fat that you have. And so I personally am switching my focus. My focus now, every time I, you know, um, look at myself in the mirror or look at pictures that I take or look at myself in my clothes, every time like the thought is like, oh, like I look so fat or I look so large in this, it's like, no, I don't. Because I'm not fat. I have fat, but I'm not fat. And that's the same for you. You're doing what you can to transform your health. You're doing what you can to lose weight. But I want you to do it with, um, with the right frame of mind. Do it with the right mindset that when you then go to step on the scale to see how much weight you lost... Or you go to step on the, or you go to, to take your measurements to see how many inches you lost. Uh, just remember that you are so. There's more to you than just fat. And so now the question is, how much fat is a healthy amount of fat to have on your body versus an unhealthy amount? And answering that question for myself 
was actually really freeing mentally, psychologically, emotionally. It freed me from the ups and downs of this process because I realized that I actually, I have a very, very healthy amount of fat on my body. Whether or not I like the way it looks, you know, whether or not I have like cellulite too because of muscle atrophy in certain parts of my legs, that doesn't matter. I'm at a very healthy body composition for the amount of muscle that I'm building the amount of fat that I have, it's a healthy amount. And so it's no longer, the process for me is no longer about like, you know, changing and getting rid of as much fat on my lower body as possible so that I can, you know, have these really strong muscular looking legs. Like it's not about that anymore. It's about following a process that removes, um, that removes a, a certain amount of fat right? For aesthetic reasons, because aesthetically, like I'd like to look at, you know, I don't know the back of my butt and not see it droop down. Like it's at this point, it's, it's just, it's vanity, right? It's, it's my, my, my purposes, my pursuit for body transformation is based on vanity, but it's not based on, um, it's not based on trying to accept the way that trying to accept myself or feel better about myself, like not attaching my identity to the amount of fat that I have or I don't have. My journey currently is about being as healthy and as strong as possible to withstand all that 2020 has thrown at us to be able to survive it. Like if I get sick, if I have muscle on me, if I have a healthy amount of fat on me, if I'm eating well, if I'm exercising, if I'm, I'm physically active, if I get sick, I am going to recover. I will. Right? As I'm dealing with all these things that are going on in my life, um, <clears throat> managing the studio, coaching clients, um, you know, working at, still working at another job, all of these things that are going on, if I continue to exercise and eat well and sleep at night and take walks and take breaks and spend time with my family and do all those things, mentally, I'm going to be able to continue juggling all of these balls that I have in the air right now. I'll be able to do it. So my journey is not about whether or not I'm losing weight or my body is actually changing. I'm on a body transformation journey because, you know, aesthetically, like I want to look a certain way, but the scale, what the scale says and what the tape measure says is not connected to whether or not I feel like I'm making progress because the tape measure and the scale can't tell me the progress that I'm making on, on my fat loss. There's no, there's absolutely positively no way, even those scales that you have that break it up and say, okay, you're this percent, um, muscle and you're this percent fat. That scale has no idea. That scale is making a calculation based on your weight and your height and your age and all those things, but it's still not accurate. There's no way for you to accurately know how many of those pounds, how much of that force that you're placing on the scale due to gravity is due to the amount of fat in your body. There's no way. There's no way to be able to know. So this is something that I'm working on releasing, right? And this, it feels really good to really, it feels really good now to work out in my fitness studio after I've taught my last class for the day. And then I turn on my music and I do my workout. It feels really good for me to like, 
um, do my exercises knowing that I'm not doing this because I have fat on my body that I want to burn. I'm doing this because I'm maintaining and I'm strengthening <clears throat> the muscle that I already have to keep me as healthy as possible for, as, for the rest of my life. That's why when I'm doing these lunges and I'm doing these squats and I'm doing these kettlebell swings, you know, I, I do the kettlebell swings and I'm getting hot and sweaty and I'm getting tired. My first thought is not, oh, good, I'm getting hot and sweaty. That means I'm burning calories. And if I burn enough calories, like, you know, I'll lose this, this many. That's not where my mind is. My mind is when I'm getting hot and sweaty and I'm out of breath, it's like, okay, good. This is working my heart. This is good for my heart health. The sweat means that um, the sweat means that I'm releasing the fat burning hormones that are going to burn up all of the excess fat, fat cells in my body. And that'll get me closer to my goal. But more importantly, the less um, fat cells that I have in my body, the less chance of disease, right? So it's really about turning the journey into how can I be as healthy and as strong as I possibly can be for the rest of my life and then not connecting my progress on achieving that, not connecting it to what the scale says or what the tape measure says because it doesn't display an accurate depiction of the progress that I'm making toward that long-term goal. You are not fat. You have fat, but you're not fat. So take that with you as you continue your journey, okay? Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with someone that you feel like would really benefit from it. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time.